You are listening to Best Frequencies Forever. That's going to be the most awesome thing in the whole freaking world. BFF.FM Welcome to Dial Alone Radio on BFF. I'm Brother Jill, and I'm here with my favorite guest, Gothic Aaron. Hello. Hello. We, tonight we are celebrating the work of Roz Williams of Christian Death. And many, many other bands. And a million other bands, half of which I can't pronounce. Right. Yeah, so um, mm-hmm. thank you for letting me do this, and uh, uh, just a little preamble. Uh, the reason we're, well, I wanted, I had the idea to do this is because tomorrow, April 1st, is the 25th anniversary of Raza's passing. Um, R.I.P. He died very prematurely at the age of 34 on April 1st, 1998, and um, <clears throat> it just struck me this week that I'm like, oh, yeah, it's it's that time again. So, um, 
25 years ago. I also graduated high school in 1998. I can't believe it's been 25 years. Yeah. Um, I remember it vividly. Um, what happened, because, you know, it was before the internet was really a thing, and it was like kind of a... I found out about it a couple days after it happened, before it was really widely publicized, because of fr my friend Shannon found out from someone who knew people in Roz's circle, and then Shannon came over to my house terribly upset. You know, this is back in the day when people would do that. You just yes. come over, and Shannon was like, um, Roz killed himself. And I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. And she's like, no. Like, t I, her friend Ted said that he heard that from, I can't remember who, through the goth grapevine. And so... We, Roz, um, at the time was putting stuff out on Triple X Records. I think Shadow Project was on Triple X. So we called, Shannon made me call Triple X Records because wow. she couldn't do it. So we called Triple X Records in LA. Chipper guy answered the phone. He's like, hey, Triple X Records. I didn't even know you could actually call a record label and they would answer the phone. But hey, it happened. And I was like, oh, hey, so I heard this rumor that Roz Williams killed himself. Is it true? Dead silence on the other end. And I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, fuck. And the guy was like, yeah. Very true. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. So, um dongle. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Um moving on from that, I actually a year after he died, there was a um public memorial for him. He's interned at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery in their columbarium. I remember because um, we we when we went to the Hollywood Forever Cemetery, for Shushu, we for tried Shushu. to get in there, but it was closed. Yeah, Aaron and I, by the way, went to the coolest Shushu show. Uh, Shushu plays the music of Twin Peaks. Back before I even liked Twin Peaks, which is crazy to me now. It's you know what a difference a couple of years makes. Right. Um, I was like, I'm never gonna watch this show. Stupid. And then now I'm like a big freak um, about it. But yeah, and I remember you're like, Ross Williams is in here. I'm like, okay. But it was closed. But <laughs> it was closed. We did go, Shannon, my friend Shannon, me, her husband, our their friend, my friend Jason, um, drove down. It was a year after his death, um, when they they installed the the niche in the columbarium and um so they had this this public memorial and uh Jaton Damone was actually there. Uh, it was, you know, lovely, nice healing. I think memory is a little foggy because, again, it was, it was like 24 years ago, but I think one or two of the original guys that played on Only Theater of Pain might have been there. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I, I never got to see Roz live. Um, I kind of, I guess, came late. <laughs> you know, Christian Death was always... Um, you're born so, late, like I, literally, like right. what, you're 18 years old, 17 years old. You're at his funeral, like that's pretty early. True, that is true. Um, like, what are you gonna do? Just put on some eyeliner when you're like 14 years old and go to like a bar and without a coal, uh, without a car in in Modesto because yeah. I didn't drive when I was a kid. There's right? no but, internet, you guys. There's no cell phones. Yeah, but I mean, I'd always heard about him. Like people would talk about, you know, but I never really paid attention until I met Shannon and she got me into him, and then. A few years after that is, you know, when the, the suicide happened. But um, enough about me. Uh, I kind of want Never to do. Never enough about you, honestly. Touché. So <laughs> uh, I real quick before yeah. we get back into more Roz, no. I just do want to give like a, a sort of Wikipedia kind of overview yeah. for, you know, I don't know that he needs much of an introduction. I don't think if you're tuning into the show, if you know, I think you're you're probably you've heard the name. Yeah. 
Um, but if you are completely unfamiliar, so Roz was a musician, poet, artist, and actually filmmaker. One of his last projects was a short film. Pig, which my friend, by the way, shout out to Skeleton Factory, my friend Adam, who even though you are kind of a weird insurrectionist now because you live in Texas, uh, you still review amazing movies, which I, and I always listen to your shows. And he reviewed Pig, which I was glad because from the sounds of it, I don't want to watch it. Um, it's very arty. Uh, I don't remember it being that that uh, disturbing. Um, Maybe I'm just old and like blood and stuff. It's in black and white. There's how's it in black and white? Like that makes it's in black and white. Joe is fine. Yeah. Um. So you know he, true artist through and through. Um. In addition to that, dude had the most amazing fucking flair for fashion. Yes. Which um is actually where, um. The name Christian Death came from, right? The yes. Christian Dior shirt, yes. right? Right. Yes, yes, yes. Ooh. Very much in the same vein of like Pat Smear from the Germs or Lorna Doom, also from the Germs. It was a play on Christian Dior. It really isn't what most people at first blush assume the name meant. Um so and he from like he had been in bands all throughout his teenage years and had done stuff and was partners with um, Ron Athey like they were boyfriends mm -hmm. when they were younger and I think premature he did premature ejaculation first with Ron and then um, enough about his personal life yeah just kidding oh um, <laughs> sorry <clears throat> if you're gonna talk about premature ejaculation I'm gonna make a dumb joke touche sorry touche no no it's fine. So, uh, but it was really Christian when he started Christian Death that kind of put him on the map and he started making a name for himself and he started Christian Death I think he was like 16 or 17. Like he was a baby. Yeah. Um, so even though his life was short, his output was prolific and varied. Um, you know, again, fr ranging from punk, death rock, uh, cabaret, experimental, drone, spoken word, metal, and even a little bit of like the blues. And so tonight um, we're going to be showcasing a little bit of each. Yes, some of the songs are sad and dark um, and some of the stuff does foreshadow his suicide, but they also show his romanticism, his sense of humor. Speaking of a sense of humor, that's why I picked that picture that we used on Instagram because uh -huh. he's wearing a fucking pinata. I His saw that. Is a pin I'm like, it's, a it's, it's so party adorable. Time. It's very cute. It's a very cute picture. It's it's Yeah. So his sense of humor, as well as ability to move masterfully through diverse musical genres, the man had range. He wasn't just that guy from that goth band. He was multifaceted, complex, and a very compelling artist. And that is what we are here to celebrate tonight. I love that. And I am full support. And uh, I am... One thing that I really strikes me about Roz Williams um, is I think that... In this time, like we we have such a, I think that we become very like we're very accustomed to like a lot. There's like a lot of language and naming around things now that didn't mm -hmm. exist then. Yeah. And I was like really thinking about this. I was high, and I was thinking about this, and I was like, you know what? I feel so. He was in a band called the Asexuals, right? Yes, I think that was one of the early pre-Christian death, like the band right before he did. Christian death were the asexuals. And he grew up like Southern Baptist. Yep. And, you know, looking at pictures of him and, you know, he did marry a woman. Eva O. Yes. Yeah. And they lived in San Francisco. So Eva O was 
she actually was friends with Roz, was never really officially a member of Christian Death, but sang backing vocals on Only Theater of Pain. And then they later went on to do Shadow Project together. Mm. And they lived in, I think I just mentioned this, but they lived together in San Francisco for a brief time, which was at the same time Boyd Rice was living here. Dang. And this is a killer time to live in San Francisco. Right. And Roz used to go and stalk Boyd. Roz would tell Eva, he'd be like, yeah, I'm going to go. Re-, literally, he'd be like American Psych. I've got to go return some videotapes, be gone for like three hours. And he'd come home and Eva would be like, you were out stalking Boyd, weren't you? That's and Roz would be like, yeah, he knew where Boyd ate every day. He mm-hmm. knew his schedule. He would just kind of follow him around town. I feel like so this kind of supports my my hypothesis here. This is my hypothesis. So I understand that, like, OK, you come from a Southern Baptist upbringing there's not the language that existed back then that does now. And, uh, but I feel like there's like this proclivity of like, from what I understand, he never was like out as being gay. Like it, right. in my, in my mind, my hypothesis, is that I think like, I feel like he was probably like transgender and just didn't have, there was no framework for that back then. You know, like, yeah. it's like, oh, I'm a man. I have a man's body. And I'm attracted to men, therefore I must be gay. But the fact that, like, you have this band called the Asexuals, you were never, like, you know, gay culture was huge in the 70s. It's not mm-hmm. like it was, like, horrible. And you lived in West Hollywood. Yeah. It's not like it would be hard to be gay. Right. There's, I feel like there's, as someone that grew up with trans people, as someone that had a very, very close friend to me that uh, is trans, I remember being 16, 17 years old and having conversations when this person was like, like before they had awareness around their trans identity Mm -hmm. saying, I'm not gay because I I know I'm a man and I want to sleep with men, but that just doesn't feel true to me. I don't know what's wrong with me. And so therefore refrained from gay sex almost entirely. And when they kind of, had an awakening around their their identity, gender identity, then it was very easy. And so it's just there's like a lot of like little pings mm-hmm. uh, that that make me feel like, oh, it's you weren't just like some gay dude. I feel like, oh, maybe he was like a like one of our first trans like artists that maybe he was never even aware. They, you know, was never aware that maybe he was trans. It's you know, it's possible. I know he never really firmly ever said that yeah like i'm gay or whatever he was married to eva um you know he he really kind of bristled against being put in into any kind of box mm-hmm. um you know if you just look at all of the the different genres he flirted with everything that he did musically the way he would change his look um and you know he you know he wasn't like a, a Susie or robert smith were like we're not goth but you know when people yeah, would bring right, up you fucking assholes yeah, i know <laughs> when um people would bring up the death rock label Roz would be like yeah you know i guess but christian death were a punk band and i was a drag queen yeah was his response and drag queen yeah is like first you know yeah like, yeah like again kind of yeah, yeah like, Roz was very like with the gender fluid yeah. stuff um there is a so one of the last thing and it uh, it pains me that this never fucking happened but um Roz was in correspondence with Anna Varney Cantadia of Sephora Turnus and the Ensemble of Shadows who herself is trans they were going to collaborate mm-hmm. on an album 
Um, and then, you know, Roz, Roz died. And then the album that she was working on at the time and then put out like the year after his death, Dead Lover Sarah Band, um, was dedicated to, to mm-hmm. Roz. It's not about Roz, but it was, it's dedicated to him. Um, you know, not like that is any sort of indication of anything, but it was, it's just one of those, uh, if that had feather, happened, you know, that would be amazing. But yeah, again, I feel like, again, only you can't get me off this train. Like, I'm, you know, I, yeah. birds of a feather, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, so that's just, that's my hypothesis. And, and it probably is really difficult. I mean, I, obviously it is difficult to be someone I can imagine as a living as a trans person where there's no language, there's no framework. Mm-hmm. And you have to kind of exist as either a gay man, which doesn't feel right, or being like, I'm a drag queen, or not saying anything. There's yeah. no place for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, Boom. Mind's blown. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, I'm a white woman. I know all kinds of stuff, you guys. Ask me anything. <laughs> AMA, white woman here. I know it all. No, I, it, it is something that has crossed. I mean, he was a very, very very pretty man and also like uh, so i actually did do uh uh against my normal uh pre-show preparation which is nothing i actually did listen to it and parts of like my friend adam does this podcast and he reviewed pig Mm -hmm. and talks about ros williams um and is a big fan and um so i listened to the last like the last interview that they he ever did with like gorgoth magazine or something like that it's an audio interview, and it just strikes me his voice. He's like, has it sounds like a shy woman. Yeah, he, Roz was actually very shy. That was the other thing, like a very shy, timid woman. Yes, that was the the most um, mind blowing thing. Even the members of the original lineup of Christian Death, when they were the first time they ever actually performed live, it was like two fucking people. They're like, this is not the boy that we've been rehearsing with. Uh-huh. Um, you know, when he came out, like the, the Roz was very much a character, um, and you know he did that because he was very very shy and needed to create this persona in order to get up there and, and do the, the music. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. So I think, you know, uh, this is a good, uh, segue to our next song, which is angel angel from Dacus Carada, which is, uh, the scientific name for a carrot for a carrot. Just a sweet, sweet little trans carrot. Here we go.
on NPR when they're like, now we come to the time where we ask you to donate. Well, this is like that, but short. Donate at bff.fm slash donate today. Okay, this is a long stretch, but um, I don't know if any of you know who 10CC is, but it's a song called I'm Not In Love. We're going to try it. Make a 
Rising snow drips, sex drive, pulsing chaos through discordant veins. Yes, I have passed away, passed on, passed falsely through those pearly gates. I was somehow taken by hand, unawares, and led to this fork in the road. Now I have arrived at a conjuncture of parallel madness. A narrow pathway divided by millions of fragmented lives lived as one. So you do not believe in love, yet it is love that has destroyed me. I lay my body down, spent shell as proof. Place my coffin next to yours as if to say, this is what I've always longed for. Oh, always longed for. Well, it's been many years in calling. And by calling out the names, who did I wish to hear from? Those who have stroked me, fucked me. Disregard me, John, or is it Judas? Stuck like a knife in flesh resilient, and now they do not distract me. And one more thing before I go, I go, I go without regret. Forget tomorrow's awakening, today has found its end. stand still briefly then bang bang shattered and back to the next routine up ahead on that hot dusty road take a look around you have you walked this road before buried loved ones here all our loved ones here well of all places it was the last I had expected to find you crawling on. I held out my hand, and it was not taken by the others, but instead kissed wetly. Left behind dripping venom. And blue lust all mixed with blood. I've been told you make an incision, then suck the poison out. Some of us, as you well know, dear brother, long for such childish pleasures. And driven by some wild inner beast, I mount my childhood steed. I race off crazy towards the pale horizon, 
a fiery haven that makes my body quake. And in my doing so, I leave behind another wounded soldier in the dust, another mangled junk heap just like me. And pushing onward, pressing forward, suspicion rears its ugly head. travels we have passed each other several times, that you have in many an instance haunted me, strode with me to the landscape of multiple shadows which marks our place amongst the dead. Yes, there is a blinding image of you doubled over placed before me, and in your eyes I detect the same savage fears that I have battled all my that I still struggle fiercely to escape, yet escape I fail to do. Picking myself up off the floor, I admonish you never again to fall. Follow the leader to new terrains, terminate eternal backlash of the grown-up world, a world that neither you nor I belong to. each other several times.
All right. That was December 30, 1334. And I wanted to talk about this because I, like, you know, I know people are like, it's 11-11, make a wish and stuff like that. And I get that. But uh, when I looked at the song 1334 and I was like, oh, and then I, read some of the comments on like the YouTube because Aaron always sends me this like very wonderfully packaged email of like, here are the songs in the order. Here are the YouTube links for the versions of the songs that I want. And here's the picture I want you to use, which I, again, always appreciate. Love it. That's why I'm like, you want to be a guest? Sure. <laughs> um, and so I was like kind of reading through the comments and I was like, oh, what's this 1334 business? And I guess he was really preoccupied with the number 1334 mm -hmm. and what that, struck a chord in me is that I have a preoccupation with a number sequence and to me like I I guess I just like identify of what of what it's like to be I understand there's like I feel like there's like a spectrum right on one of the spectrum is like numbers are meaningless they're they're ubiquitous uh the brain will make patterns out of anything it doesn't really matter like you're just assigning meaning where there is none that's a zero on the scale and then like around a five is like i'm on tiktok this is my angel number this is you know like that's like a five yeah i'm probably like a seven or eight where i'm like this is my number it is uh the universe communicates to me it lets me know that like Things are significant by assigning this number sequence to things. And my number sequence is very embarrassing, so I don't want to say it. But um, I understand what it's like to have, like, this preoccupation with a number sequence. And also, I understand that, like, a preoccupation with a number sequence isn't, like, necessarily the most healthiest way to navigate your way through life. Yeah, no, the, I'm I'm glad you brought it up um, because, yes, 1334 uh, along, you know, with Rose Williams was another sort of moniker, right? Mm -hmm. um, did I already mention? So Roger Allen Painter was his name. He found the name Rose Williams on a tombstone and took that as his um, stage name. And then 1334 is <clears throat> the, the, the sort of conventional thing is that it was symbolic for him because uh, supposedly it was the year of the Black Death, which it was not. The, <laughs> I was yeah. like, I, I, yeah, even I know that. <laughs> no, um, or the, yeah, the whatever. I don't know anything, you guys. So no one really knows what the 1334 truly signified for mm -hmm. Roz, but it was something very personal. And um, yes, I, you're, you're very, I think your insights into that are, are very accurate. Um, also, it, Maybe it's a Scorpio thing. Is Roz? he a Scorpio? Yes. Yep. Oh, hey, uh, DJ Fun Size from Maniac <laughs> Mansion. Are you listening? Roz Williams is a Scorpio. You know what I love about other Scorpios is especially if they're like have dark tendencies, which a lot of them do. They always mm -hmm. get so jealous that my birthday's on Halloween. Uh, like I remember there was a where Aaron and I are from. Uh, Modesto, California. There is there was a golf scene. We had, you know, you mm -hmm. knew we were going to talk about healthy morbidity and oh, yes. bleeding, right? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. We were David bring Angelique, yeah. David yeah. Angelique, right? So growing up, we would hang out at this cafe called J Street Cafe, and there are these two icons. Mm -hmm. Still, I mean, regardless of where these people are in their lives, Dave is in Oakland, I believe. Dave is up here. He's here. I actually mm -hmm. saw him at Target a few years ago. And was very much so made sure we did not make eye contact. 
not that he's not an enjoyable person. He is. He's a lovely person. He's a oh, very yeah. kind, lovely, gentle Absolutely. person. Very creative. Uh, very inspired by Roz Williams as well. Like just his demeanor, his dress, like when we were growing up. Dave was the entry point. He is the one who got me into Bauhaus. He's the first person who told me about Kate Bush. I think he was the first place I heard about Tori Amos. Like He had yes. a huge uh, Hounds of Love Kate Bush poster in his room. He was. Uh, he would do his makeup like... Um, the, the the eye Cleopatra makeup eye or whatever from the the cover of the dreaming like Kate yeah. had the sort of like orangish uh, eyeshadow I think mm -hmm. um and he would try to replicate that eyeshadow he was also the first like goth person I ever knew would straight I believe and but he would wear he was straight. makeup yeah yeah because he, he dated Dahlia too oh he yeah fucking Dahlia smashed all the hot babes in Oakland or uh -huh. in, in, Modesto. in Modesto yeah no he Dahlia smashed, was yeah. really pretty yeah Dahlia was beautiful Angelique uh and like yeah no dave smash uh he's not gay take note take wear makeup boys yeah wear makeup and wear a dress and be skinny and the pussy will never stop it's true get a big kate bush poster and mm -hmm. that will be fortuitous of all the bush you're gonna be smashing <laughs> um uh yeah no i feel like sometimes i'm like dude i'm like if kenny powers from eastbound and down were goth <laughs> like, that's like my persona right there. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, Dave Hasbrook uh, had this, uh, who is now the Shadow Puppet Circus. Yes, he went to like Jim Henson Puppeteering School and yes. actually makes these like dark crystal looking fucking puppets yeah. by hand and shit. Dark like, Circus. Yeah, yeah. Shadow Circus. Shadow, Shadow circus, circus, right? Shadow uh, Circus. Oh, so, yeah. Roz Williams all over that. Uh -huh. Like Shadow Circus. Uh, he does, the, and it's like very burlesque or cabaret type mm -hmm. of like, like olden timing. Uh, and so, yeah, so we grew up like I'm 15, 16. So is Aaron. And there's these two icons of the Modesto golf scene, Dave Hasbrook, who had this band Healthy Morbidity, uh, which is a hilarious name. And then Angelique X, who then became Angelique X Stacy. Um, of this band Venus Bleeding, who are like an Oakland Modesto hybrid. Like a lot of members were from Modesto, but then all moved to Oakland. Which now that I'm older, like I remember being a kid and being like, "Oh my god, you guys live in Oakland! Like that's so cool." Now that I'm older, I'm like, "You guys lived in Montclair. <laughs> you guys lived in like the forests of Montclair. You're not tough." But they were both super goth and um definitely were like the entry point for a lot mm -hmm. of people um and uh i don't know where i was going i just you know i love a chance to talk about modesto days of yore yeah no i i actually went to high school with dave did you yep we went that's how i knew you know about him. uh davis davis gotcha. davis yeah um nice. yeah and healthy morbidity actually performed at, oh, at the school once uh, are you serious healthy morbidity yep <laughs> that's so funny yeah. i feel like you've told me this and my uh, friend az dated rocky who was in um the, yeah az dated rocky for a while uh, az was also friends with dave like we we're all like i had in sex with rocky raptured rocky was a nice guy i remember like rocky um, was cool because he lived in this like Okay, Rocky was like the drummer or keyboard. I can't remember what Rocky played, but yeah, he was He was like this big kind of like very gentle tall. giant and he was like not super attractive conventionally, but he was such like a sweet gentle dude. Mm -hmm. Uh and he lived with his mom and his grandma in this like yeah. 
really weird like doll pink dollhouse type house yeah not far from dave like near like yeah. down uh, like downtown Modesto near Griseta park like yeah. that kind of yeah yeah he, him and i we were like i don't know dating is a generous word <laughs> uh but we did we smashed a couple times uh because i was just like so i mean you know i don't know there's something about like a a, a weird like a odd man out like big tall hulking giant dude and like a playing keyboards or something in a goth band in a living goth in a pink band, house living in a pink house with your mom <laughs> and your grandma he also oh yeah because he played keyboards because he he played piano i remember we went to his house and he played me a song on piano um and yeah so that's so funny that uh i'm somehow sexually connected to your friend because we both smashed rocky yeah actually I think that's where I first heard about Roz because from that group there was from J Street there was this dude Devin who was gay Devin. and super obsessed with Morrissey but he also loved Roz so I think that was the first time he I was really like a Phil like groupie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah Devin and I made out in a graveyard that was uh... Devin was cute yeah Devin was where was are you Devin I don't know he lived in like Waterford or yeah some he lived in like a weird... so out... in Modesto there's like not a lot of bragging rights but. Like, so, like, the order, the pecking order is, like, okay, if you're from Modesto, that's the big city, but then you'll, like, make fun of people that live in series. People in series, that's, like, pretty low well, on the totem series pole. series was really close to Modesto, but it was, it was a, further, like, Houston. Houston, um, I was going to say, Keys. Keys, Keys is the only Waterford, city. Waterford, you That's, know. like, then, you get, then you're in, like, Merced territory. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and when you're, like, uh, yeah, Houston was pretty bad, like, God, what's that city by Merced? That's like a little shit city by Merced. Is it Tulare? Uh, for some reason, I thought Tulare was further down, more like um, oh, I don't Fresno. Know. Uh, I don't know. Tracy Merced. Uh, but Tracy is was Tracy's like a cooler place. Yeah, like Tracy was kind of where we would go. I remember going there's to like the mall in Tracy, in Tracy. Yeah, to buy a Marilyn Manson shirt. Yeah, there's like always like Stone Ridge Mall was there. Like also, I feel like there was like punk rockers and Tra- there's like a lot of punk rock bands in tracy tracy mm-hmm. was like cooler than Modesto. i've been to, i went to we, i went to punk shows with anastasia that was the yeah. night like yeah we went to i punk, went to a punk show with anastasia and tracy and went to the mall and got the marilyn manson dope fiend shirt where it's like him looking like uh the kid catcher from uh chitty chitty bang bang and yeah. in the back of the shirt in like purple glittery letters that said dope fiend yeah I remember, do you remember Randy Maupin? Oh, yeah. Randy Maupin was, was also friends with Dave. Yeah. Um, and Angelique. And actually yeah. has fucking ran the cat club for like the last I know. 25 years or something. No, and I, I mean, haven't been in the cat club forever, but the last time I was there was for, it was, it's been years, but I went for, God, whatever goth night they do there. And yeah, Randy was still behind the still behind the fucking bar Dude, randy. randy was the first person who had the marilyn manson i'm the god of fuck, fuck shirt. shirt yeah no randy mom i remember i was like <gasps> i had it too i got it too eventually when you had to order it out of the back of the catalog it, that came in like a heavy metal magazine yeah, we were, and you like, had to wait eight months for the shirt to arrive <laughs> and you like hope it fits <laughs> yeah absolutely you're we like it's like metal edge yep. you have to like go in the back circus like or rockophilia something. or yep, something like yep. that Oh my god, yeah, Randy Maupin. Shout out Randy Maupin, who's probably still fucking man. The Cat Club closed though, huh? No, it's still, still open. open. I bet you he it's still works still there. Still open. We need to go to the Cat Club. Okay, I'm and down. Just be like, yo, Randy Maupin, what's up? Remember us from Modesto, fucking thirty years ago? I actually, and I should have. I'm kicking myself because he was really good friends with Gothic Lydia. 
Oh my god, Lydia, that's hilarious. Lydia, oh, I can't remember what, uh, I don't remember her name. Her I last do, name, but I, yeah. I really miss her. I loved Gothic Lydia, who was also a Scorpio, I believe. Scorpios, dude, we have, the, we corner the market in, in the goth scene. Scorpios are awesome. <laughs> we're pretty good, we're pretty good. I remember, oh, this was gonna say, Angelique, I remember, so Angelique of Venus Bleeding, who had some moderate fame here in the Bay Area in the late 90s, early 2000s, I remember when she found out I was born on Halloween, she's like, oh, I was conceived on Halloween. I was like, bitch, that's a stretch. That is a stretch. That's a stretch, bitch. But also, speaking of Scorpios with awesome birthdays, yeah. um, my friend Sam has the same birthday as Sylvia Plath, October 27th. That's pretty good. Yeah. Still not not, not ha- Halloween. It's still not Halloween, though. No. It's still not Halloween, it, though. There's, it's and not. also, it is very embarrassing. It's embarrassing to be born on Halloween because- when people are like, oh, when's your birthday? And you just, it's like, there's just, so people, you know, people ask when people's birthdays are, right? And uh, there's always this pause that I have of like, all right, fucking brace yourself. <laughs> okay, I had the most obvious birthday of all time. And I'm like, my birthday's Halloween. They're like, oh, that checks out. And I'm like, yeah, you know, shut the fuck up, dude. It's like, it's like I'm wearing a Jesus costume and I'm going around being like, my birthday's on Christmas. Speaking of, uh, uh, maybe oh, this will be the last thought before. So, yeah, I don't know if this is a thing outside of Rosemary's Baby, but my my birthday. Nothing is outside of Rosemary's Baby. <clears throat> the book. So, in the book, Rosemary's Baby was born on June twenty fifth. Burn, because... by the way, Gothic Aaron, like the book, Jill. Yeah, no, uh, I just to clarify because it's not in the movie; it's, okay. it's in the novel. All right, um, well, then I don't know it. Then go ahead. <laughs> Rosemary's Baby was born on June 25th because that is the, quote, anti-Christmas because it is exactly six oh. months from and that is my birthday. So that was like my little moment because I it's not that. as cool as being born on Halloween, but I have the same birthday as the fucking Antichrist in that in that book. I'm sorry. Being born on <laughs> Halloween is corny and no. people look at you and they're like, where's your fucking night before Christmas tattoo half sleeve, you dumb bitch. Yeah, you don't listen to Alkaline Trio, though, so why would you have the Nightmare for Christmas? Because I just look like it. Like, seriously, people are, like, shocked. Nightmare for like, Christmas sleeve with the Alkaline Trio and then the yeah. AFI. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> people are like, oh, you're not the mom manager? You're not the momager of a fucking local Hot Topic, you dumb <laughs> Halloween lady? Like, it's an embarrassing birthday to have. Honestly, I'd rather have Too June shit. 25th because you're like, that's some real satanic shit. According to the guy who wrote, I don't think it's a real thing outside of the book. I think it was something that he. Yeah, still, it's pretty cool. Anton LaVey never mentioned June 25th. He never did? No. That's on him, though, dog. Yeah. But this next song, it's about Easter. It is. It's about Easter, and it's about to be Easter. So let's get into it. Here we go. Uh, Christian Death, Easter in the tomb. Toothless pig mouth trying to sleep. It is fire. Cavities cleansing life. Poetry kills all forms of life. Men are cold. Won't talk. They can't keep love. Won't talk. Hate mouth removing control. Talk won't wait for vision. Tattooed sheet vision Drops a boy's shirt for Lennox Hold Vanity 
there besties after eight years we're pretty excited over here to announce that the official bff.fm app is now available to download take best frequencies forever with you on your mobile device on your tablet your cell phone whatever you want to call it stream the live feed you can catch up with your favorite dj's past shows you can check out new genres and you can even pop on a podcast for your daily whatever it is you do every day so grab it today in the app store or on google play just search for bff.fm it must be like an old promo because I think we've had this app for a while. I have the app. Yeah, buddy. If you don't have the BFF app, what the fuck are you doing with your life? No, seriously. It's like <laughs> plug in the app. No, it's just easier than the, the fucking website. Yeah. No, I mean like, yeah, just get the app. Hey, everybody out there in Roz William BFF land, get the fucking app already. Seriously. Also, by the way, Aaron, I'm going to put you on the spot. We are accepting new DJs. 
You've been on my show many times. I saw that. I kind of already have a, a shoe in, right? I could just be like... You literally could just be like, hi, I'm Gothic Aaron. <laughs> and they're like, I've, oh, you. Oh, Gothic Aaron, you've been on dial on radio like five times in the last 22 shows. I think that's a real stat, by the way. Yeah, no, this is like my fifth or sixth. Yeah. I've lost count. That's how many times exactly. it's in I've stuck. Exactly. <laughs> I know. I know. I... We, we, we'll, 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 we'll take this one conversation offline. It's, it's not a no, but like I, the, the time commitment is still like it, it's enjoyable when I can kind of moonlight and just come yeah. in when I, when I, I when it. the inspiration strikes, but like doing it on a regular cadence, like I, it's, it's admirable that you and, and brother Porter have been able to just do this because how many, I mean, maybe there is an audience, but it, it really would just devolve to me playing coiled demon to gloss up for a turn. It's like I mean, every fucking week. Honestly, all of us devolve <laughs> to the stage of like playing the same fight. Like DJ Fun Size literally plays, which is funny. We were joking about this. Uh, like, there's this list that you get, like when you're a DJ here at BFF, of like, hey. We're not telling you not to play these bands or play these artists, right. but here's a matrix of people that are problematic and the things they did. And DJ Fun Size, one of the two people she plays almost every show is John Mouse and Ariel Pink. And DJ Fun Size is in no way, shape, or form an insurrectionist. Right. But somehow she loved them insurrectionist vibes. You know, Ariel Pink's early shit, like the doldrums, I, like Grace Sunset is a really good song. Kate, I wait. Like when he was doing stuff in his bedroom, the really lo-fi, I kind of liked that. And then when he got like money and a, rec a real record deal and like a production value and it was more polished, like the lost the charm for me. Yeah. I mean, whatever. It's all good. Uh, well, we just listened to three Shadow Project songs. Yes, we did. We listen to oh, so first we start with Easter in the Tombs. Dong. Easter in the Tombs. I picked that one um, because of the line towards the end. Well, it it seemed to flow really well with the spoken word. December thirtieth, thirteen thirty four. They seemed to complement each other, and then um, on Roz's memorial plaque at Holly Forever Cemetery, it has the line from that song of "All truth is parallel, all truth is untruth." So that's why I picked it. And then yes, like um, Fox News. Yeah, right. Exactly. In a um, post-truth world, you guys. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, um, too soon. No, it's okay. Um, and yeah, Shadow Project. I fucking love Shadow Project. Um, th they were really the most... I mean, it was like metal goth hybrid. And mm -hmm. my favorite, There's they didn't really release that much stuff. But the second album would zane people from it. Dreams of the Dying, which I also played... Another track from that, one of the times I was on the Holding You Close, is just so bonkers in, like, the best way. Like, they recorded it during the L.A. riots. Um, Ava was on record. I, I think it was Ava or Roz when they were talking about that album. It was just like they hated everyone and everything. And, you know, Los Angeles is burning to the ground. And it is just the most unhinged and and but perfectly so like some things you 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 hear it and you're just like okay this is just kind of a mess but this one is like and i hate that i just use the word mess but it is so chaotic but like the chaos works and i think zane people is the best example of that also it has one of my favorite Raw's lines of i will fuck myself to death which is also a a theme um ouch right 
<laughs> and my last words are, I shall fuck myself to death. Oh, he didn't leave a note, but, you know, hey. Right. Um, which is also the next Christian Dust song, I think, that I have picked, Cavity First Communion from yeah. Only Theater of Pain. Th- this is where we're going to start transitioning more into, like, the the hits, I guess. Classic. Yeah. Um, because there's a line in Cavity First Communion where he's like, I sit and make love by myself, or I sit and... I, I I don't know why I'm linking but it's like, yeah, something similar to the idea of I will fuck myself to death. I certainly make love with myself or by myself. I've got blood on my hands. So I'm like, I thought those two, you know, the thematic images that yeah. come up through Roz's work. So that's why I put those two together. And again, yeah, I just love Shadow Project. And I feel like in Roz's oeuvre, they, mm-hmm. they get overlooked. Christian death kind of overshadows everything, which understandable, but... You know, one of the things I wanted to to do with this is just show like all of the other yeah. really interesting and fucking awesome stuff that he has done. Absolutely. And it's also interesting, like the legal battles with Christian Death and like there's like mm. Christian Death featuring Roz Williams. Yeah, there are like three. Iter- so there's the first iteration of Christian Death, which did only theater of pain. And then after that, it was like Christian Death with um this other LA post-punk band called Pompeii 99. So Roz left the other guys and then Pompeii 99 met with Roz and that was the second iteration of Christian Death that recorded Catastrophe Ballet and Ashes. And then after that, Roz was like, I'm kind of, they were touring Europe and Roz was like, okay, I'm done. And mm-hmm. I don't, uh, he was deep into the heroin at the time and was having like, you know, a moment as we all fucking do in life. And he's like, I need to leave the tour. I think I'm done with playing live. I'm just, and the rest of the band were like, okay, well, we'll continue on as the sin and sacrifice of Christian death. Like, mm. We won't call ourselves Christian death. And then Valor, the, um, I can't, I was, I didn't want to mention this again, but um, here we are. He just started calling them the band Christian death and yeah. he took over the name. Stolen and- Valor. Just kidding. Yeah, and and there was a legal battle, and Roz kind of like lost interest in it, and but yeah, and then after that was when he put out the Rage of Angels. Roz did the Rage of Angels and the Path of Sorrows, which are titled as Christian Death featuring Roz Williams, mm-hmm. because the legal battle was like never really resolved. But I mean, come the fuck on! Like Roz came up with the name of the band. He was he. It was this thing that this sixteen, seventeen year old fucking kid came up with. Then yes, Catastrophe Ballet is an excellent fucking record. And Valor did play on it, but Christian Death was not something that he was the mastermind of. He was an ancillary like person who came after the fact and then was just like, oh, no, I'm now Christian Death. And, you know, that's sort of like cuckoo, right? Like the cuckoos will take over someone else's bird's nest and kick, push the eggs out. And, yeah. you know, I'm like, I that I've and, and just on the basis of the principle, I've never really bothered with fucking Valor. Well, that joke I made, stolen that you know, stolen stolen valor. Yes, where you fake that you're military to get like discounts or like acclaim or whatever, right? That's and one of my favorite things to do is to go on YouTube and look up stolen valor YouTube videos where people will call out people. Like I don't know what's more embarrassing, being someone that's claiming stolen valor or the person's like stolen valor, stolen valor. <laughs> Like in the middle of the fucking mall because some fool wanted to get 25% off at Foot Locker. I don't know which is more embarrassing. So if you uh, want a good time, look up Stolen Valor on YouTube. And there's a lot of, there's a huge array of videos around Stolen Valor. And I love it. I 
highly, highly suggested. It also factors into it's Sean Baker, right? Who did Tangerine, the Florida Project, his most recent movie with Simon Rex, um, Red, Red Rocket. Rocket. Yeah, it, which is an excellent movie. It, yeah, it's good. And it's, it's Simon, Simon Rex, Rex will be a fucking babe for the rest of his oh, goddamn life. Oh, he is still life. fucking hot. Jesus Christ. Both of us will fuck Simon Rex right oh, now. Yeah. Where yeah, yeah, are yeah. you, dirt nasty? Let's have sex. He was born in San Francisco. He's yeah. also a cancer. Like, we're the same sign. Oh, he's a, you, he's look, a cancer. You and fucking DJ Fun Size need to get there. She'd be like, <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God, uh, uh, Michael Douglas, he's a Pisces. Like she knows, <laughs> I um, love this. No, it's like, because I've, I've always had, I he irritated me on MTV, but he was also hot. So there was like this cognitive dissonance of like, I would watch MTV just to see him. But it, at the time, his personality kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And then the jerk off videos Oof. came to light and Oof. it was just all over. Like that was the first porn VHS I bought. Oh God. It was like the young heart and solo uh. starring Simon Rex. I'm like, yes, I need to see this man's dick. Dude, and a, it does not disappoint. It does not. Even now. Red oh no, Rocket, I still go on. fucking in Red Rocket. And, oh my oh, God. No, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, I'm going to get, it's 11.22 so I can say this. It's past the 11 o'clock hour. I enjoy watching a man experience pleasure by himself. And uh, it's like a, a search term in my in my rare online sexy times. And goddamn Simon Rex. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Whoo! 10 out of 10 chili peppers. He has, you know, um, and everyone gets old, too, you know? And that's the other thing. He looks fucking great old. Exactly. Well, he looks he great now, but, and he looked even great then. And he now did. he had, there's this document of exactly how beautiful he was yeah. in his youth in his entirety like there should his be dick. no shame there should be no anything like we're talking about his dick yeah and and just his entire body all of his body still looks fucking great dude he looks great yeah he looks yeah, like yeah, yeah. a because he's like he's a little older than us i think he's yeah. like 50 and he's like maybe. 50 yeah, yeah he looks fucking phenomenal yeah he really does simon rex you are uh the epitome of male beauty mm-hmm. me and gothic aaron would both have sex with you yes um and call me <laughs> <laughs> Now we're we're getting into like Lydia the Lydian spin yeah, territory. Sorry. This is where this is where our Jill turns into Lydia lunch. I'm like, I sucked a hundred <laughs> dicks today. Simon Rex, give me a call. <laughs> also, Lydia, give us a call. I think you'd be an amazing also, interview subject. I love her podcast. Yeah, like no shade podcast. on it. I love it. I hate it. her podcast. Oh, I uh, love it. Also, Aaron texted me randomly. He's like did you hear Courtney Love lately? She sounds like Lydia Lunch no, now. The Mark Marin interview. Yeah. Like, I don't know why I slept on this for so long. Then my friend Lance told me about it. She's like, he was like, dude, did you hear Courtney Love on Mark Marin? And it was like back in December. I'm like, uh-huh. no. And then I finally, I don't know what triggered it, but I finally went and listened to it. And yeah, she is like got the, I mean, Courtney's probably another pack of cigars away from a cancer kazoo like that's how her voice sounds i'm like yeah is this fucking lydia Lund? like it's like eh. yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i just feel like it's like when you look just like your mom and you hate her and you're just like god damn that's just i'm just looking into my fucking future and that's why i hate it <laughs> i'm like, gonna be like a horny raspy voice old woman which i'm like I don't know if that's no, my more future. Power to you. I don't know if that's my future or my present, honestly. No, like, that's, who am I fooling? That's why I love Lydia. I mean, she is also like uh, kind of like Roz. Like she got pigeonholed as one thing, but when you actually look at her fucking output, like writer, spoken word artist, yeah. every album she does is kind of like a different genre. Yeah. Um, you know, and now she's got the the podcast. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah no. Hey, are you a young man? <laughs> 
Come hey, on, Jimmy here. Stewart. Yeah, what's happening? Let's have sex with my vagina. <laughs> Sorry, Roz Williams, it's come to this. Uh, it is dialogue radio. So. I don't think Roz would have a problem. No, probably not. He'd be it. like, um, I really like your, I think your podcast is funny. I mean, in Easter in the Tomb, there's the line about like, and they're binding their genitals harder and harder, and I will fuck myself to death. I think that's kind of what led into this. So oh, you're right. Roz you're right. wouldn't. Roz, Roz he, wouldn't blush. Yeah, Roz would be like, "It's it's chill, you guys." Yeah. Uh, well, let's before we before uh, we have to go to jail. Uh, we'll play uh, bonk. Go to horny jail. Horny <laughs> bonk. Go to horny jail. It's a meme. It's what? a meme. There's this dog that hits another dog over the head with a bat. It's like bonk. You go to horny jail. Wow. All of our Simon Rex talk. Oh my god. Is that like a Sniffy's meme? But not, <laughs> no. Not seen? This is not. This is, is a something Sniffy's meme it. where they're like, ha ha. ha. Bonk, you go to horny jail. No, there, there are no memes on Sniffies. Sniffies is very the the is very to the point. Uh, yeah, your dick point. If you're yeah. a straight man, please Google Sniffies right now. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, please Google Sniffies. Google Sniffies and then weep because there's no straight equivalent. No, it's just like uh, it's like if you were ever wondering if every pixel of your television screen was a dick hole. That's what the Sniffy's main screen looks like. It, it's a hookup website, but it is like the easiest. The ease of sex on this website is fucking Shout mind blowing. Shout out to the UX designer of Sniffy's. It's Google Maps. It's Google Maps with dicks. For dicks. Yeah, yeah for it's dicks. like you, you pull up the, the map and then there's all these little fucking like pins and those are people's profiles and they're all basically dick pictures. And then you just. Find one that you like and start chatting. Yeah, and like, 20 minutes later, you know, you're at their house. They're at your house and you're, you're balls deep in someone's son. Bonk, you go to horny jail. They <laughs> exactly. Need to, they need to make this website for the Courtney Love, Lydia Lunches, and Cousin Leah's of the fucking, aka DJ Bitter Melons of the world who are like, give me that dick. No, because there isn't a straight version of this. There's like, not. you guys have Tinder, but I don't think there is a. Uh, and that is widely used with the straight population. Like, I feel like every gay dude knows what the fuck Sniffies is. Um, yeah. But I don't think there is the same equivalent of like a straight thing that is solely to, you know, again, the point of just for fucking. But here's the thing. Let me blow your mind. Okay. The world, the reality is the world is straight and you guys can fucking find each other. Anywhere. Yeah, it's like I just yeah. like uh, Sniffies, yeah. like if to be a woman with. You don't. You guys don't need sniffies. You don't need sniffies. Just walk around with titty balls. Right. Right. You're like, hello. Right. I'm a woman. I have a vagina and Touché. two boobs, and I am not horribly deformed. And you, you basically do have uh, the uh, capacity to navigate the world in a sniffies type way if you wanted to. And not through mediated through the internet. I kind of forget. Like the internet is so entrenched in in how yeah. social interactions happen nowadays that I forgot that yeah. You really you can, can just, like, just walk go around. up and talk to people and yeah. have sex that way without I do it going all the time. I fuck strangers all the time. God, it is I can't remember the last time I met someone just out in a bar someplace and Saturday night we we hit Baby it. Axel Rose hit me nice. up. Or don't hit me up actually. <laughs> we had our time together, baby Axel Rose. Everyone I've met in <laughs> over, over the years has been now that's an I'm like yeah, you can. I'll just, have to contemplate that. I'm like, yeah. when was the last time I actually had sex with a person a that I just met, just like met in a bar, a bar or something? Yeah, you just I just go to remember. one. 
You just it's go to maybe one. been at least like a decade. Really? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah I I feel like uh uh and I I'm glad that I still got it. Uh not that having it is that hard, but uh yeah, you can just like go to a bar and sit there and the dude will be like, Hey, what's up? And you're like, rah, 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 rah. Yeah. And that's it. And then you're like, Okay, cool, bro. And that's it. All right, now that I've fully embarrassed myself. And on that topic, cavity. Yeah. We will be playing cavity. Oh, ouch. <laughs> So talking about my cavities. We all have cavities. We all have you're right, we all have cavities. Thank you. That should be the next children's novel, you're right. We like We all have We all have cavities, you guys. And we're not talking about the ones you get in cheek. Nope. We're talking about your butt cheeks. <laughs> Chris, stop. Here we go. Cavity. First communion. First communion. <laughs> Inside of me, a perennial artist, 
future survivors The flesh and scarce liver Children of the past And the aging fingers cast the shadow of death
talking about simon rex yeah he can sorry we are definitely in horny jail now <laughs> we're in horny jail okay and i had to show jill the the meme that she had never seen i've never seen it bonk you're in horny jail bonk, go all... to horny jail yeah. go to horny jail i love that i feel like that needs to be shared with my friends that are app dating i'm not app dating currently but when i do i would love to have that meme to be like you suck honk bonk <laughs> honk either way it works <laughs> honk you're in horny jail oh god so we just heard a couple classic Christian death yeah, songs from uh, Only Theater of Pain, mm -hmm. Cavity First Communion, Figure to Theater, and then my favorite track, one of my favorite, I mean, Catastrophe Valley is an excellent album, but that is probably 
has been for a while Elector Descending, my favorite song, just because of the allusions to the uh, Greek tragedies of Elektra, and then there's um, and then Elektra Descending mounts the bridal gown of Jocasta, and Jocasta was uh, the mother of Oedipus, so what? there's like all these incestuous allusions there, because, mm. you know, in Oedipus Rex, he uh, kills his dad and fucks his mom, and his mom is Jocasta, so in Electra, the Electra complex is like when you want to have sex with your dad, evidently, so... It's a uh, is Oedipus Rex related to Simon Rex? You Sorry. know, no, uh, that is a really we're we're just like dovetailing all over the place tonight. <laughs> Sorry, <clears throat> no, like as king, which hey, yeah, no, he you can get a king, <laughs> right? King you could get it. hey, old king, you could get it. I'm in horny oh, jail. He's not that old. No, I don't, he's not. I, I don't he's even not. think he's actually 50, he's probably like a later 40s. Like, Let's he's. Find out. It's Let's consult the oracle. The the oracle of, of his Wikipedia page. Yeah, exactly. Let's find out. How old is Simon Rex? Hey, sorry, Roz Williams. We got to take a brief break to find out how old fucking Simon Rex is. Oh, we've been giving Roz a lot of love. Yeah, we have. Definitely. Definitely. All right. Take, talk about something for a second. While I look talk up. about something for a second. Um, I don't know. I I am now blanking. Now okay. that I have to talk about something and nothing is coming. So he uh he is born July twentieth, nineteen seventy four. He's six years younger. So he's forty six or forty seven. He's not quite. Yeah. 50. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he's one hot babe. He's forty eight and he was born in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, he went to Alameda High School. I didn't know this. Yeah, he's Bay Area. I mean, I know he's Bay Area, but I didn't know he go to Al. Dude, I'm sorry, but like Alameda is like the least tough, yeah, least tough place to go to high school. Right. It's like saying I went to Piedmont High, and you're like, okay, yeah, oh, true. Oh, we'll take a spot of tea then. Like, okay, sure. Um. Anyways, so yeah, it's gonna get a little sad. Okay. okay yeah, because it's it's about to be the end. We, we're in our last 15 minutes. We actually have to talk about like. Well, Rod's the next song, suicide, right? the next song is "Flowers," right from mm. "Dream Home Heartache," which he recorded with Jatan Damone, and this is a piano ballad. This is one of the 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 go to songs that people kind of you know see the 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 foreshadowing of his his suicide in. Um, but we're not going to end it there. I needed no. to put it in the playlist. It is a quintessential yeah, Raw no, song. Sure, it is an amazing sure. song, but we're we've got a couple more, at least two more after this. So let's pull the trigger. We're gonna listen to flowers. We're yeah. gonna get a little sad, and then we're bit. gonna end on. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna bring it back up. Yeah, we're gonna bring it back. Here's flowers, you guys. Don't cry too hard. All right.
sad story Forget me not Or I'll forget myself I've got a few things That I'm afraid of Sometimes I I just can't face myself Sad story, forget me not, or I'll forget myself. I guess I'll just talk myself away tonight. You know it's been one of those days. Lovers drown each other's sorrows 
dead lovers dream about tomorrow As for me, I drown another kind Sadness runs course through my veins Poses read they crown me Joe with Adlon Radio and Gothic Aaron, and uh, that was a beautiful song. But I have the drunchies, so I was eating Brother Porter's leftover citrus upside down cake. I was just gonna say, uh, Brother Porter, your your cake is excellent. Yes, I also love because he made a, a note that's like citrus upside down cake made in a nut free facility. <laughs> <laughs> we all know what you mean, Brother Porter. <laughs> We're all adults here. Okay, Aaron. So yes, beautiful, melancholy, <laughs> introspective. Yes. Um, ha- quintessential had to be on the list, but mm-hmm. again, I initially had this. I was like, this will be the last song, but then I was like, no, we're gonna we're gonna move. It's so the next song, Christian Death. It's a a. I don't know where it came from. I think it's like a B side. It was never on an actual album. I think it was recorded around eighty five. It's called Specter. Love is dead. Mm-hmm. It's a little synthy. It's more upbeat, and also. It's the theme of dial on radio. Love yeah, is dead. Love is dead. Fuck so that, bro. we're going to go a little more up tempo. Yeah. And um, and then after that, speaking of Simon Rex, uh, we're going <laughs> to Mick, Mick, buddy, we worked in. We're, we're going to get some premature ejaculation, yeah. in, which was Roz's sort of drone throbbing gristle esque uh, experimental band. So we'll play out with some Throbbing Gristle, but yeah. one last Christian Death song, mm-hmm. Spectre, Love is Dead. Yeah. Oh, sorry, but no, hold on. I, got, I do have to do a shout out, Mick. You're my homie. I love you, G. It's If you've hung in there, uh, we're going to play this premature ejaculation song for you. But also, one last shout out, my dearest friend, Sebastian and Meredith, they had a cat named Cricket that lived to be 21 years old. Holy shit. Yeah. They fed it like the finest ground organic tuna and like fed it on a schedule, every, fed him on a schedule every day. He's like a very loud, big, he's a big personality. Yeah. And uh, he passed away the other day. Oh, no. And it's really extra sucks because I had another friend pass away like two weeks ago. That was, I knew through Sebastian. So I'm like, bro, you're like best friend and your cat passes away within like two weeks of each other. Horrible, right? Yeah. So shout out to Mick in London, RIP Cricks, RIP Eric Livingston. We're going to end with premature ejaculation, dead in SF, which is stingy ouchie, only can be soothed by Brother Porter's upside down citrus cake. 
just barely, but it works out. See, I went dark. We, yeah. we spent the whole episode being like, we're not going to go you dark. Know, you gotta, we're not going to go dark. We're not going to go dark. And we there did we go. Well. I did it. I did we it. It's my fault at the end. No, it's all right. It's good. It's uh, it's, Bonk, it's, you're in horny life. jail, Jill. That's life. Bonk, you're in sad jail. You're Bonk, in sad you're jail. In, you know, it's, yeah. we all go through our ups and downs. So love is, mm-hmm. love is Death dead. Christian Death love is dead. So mm-hmm. let's pull the trigger on let's that. And then we'll get to some of that premature Jack. Yeah. That'll play us off for yeah. the evening. And good night. I love you guys. Another wonderful episode with Gothic Aaron. Thank you for letting me come on and do two fucking hours of Roz Williams. This I mean, I was a little uncertain, but it turned out amazing. Yeah. And I'm glad that Thank I like you. had the bravery and the trust to be like, it's Gothic Aaron. It's going to be great. Who cares? <laughs> Roz Williams. Yeah. Let's celebrate the anniversary of his death. Who cares? It'll be great. And it was. Yeah. And it was. And yeah. I was right. And you were right. Here we go. Bye, guys. Oh shit, six minutes long. Oh no. Expecting turn as the body pays. The bell is down and get out of the Last night was all a mistake. Now. Oh, oh wait. You've got to want to stay, I want to no. stay. Okay. You can't tell it's not the time. Oh shit, the mic's. I found yourself smashed on this time.